Want more Hamish in Paris? Download the Hit app. This is the show. Want more access to exclusive prizes? Become a VIP at hit.com.au. A story this morning about a clock collector who has had to set his 5,000 clocks oh. back an hour. Now, yeah. we're obviously lucky here in Queensland. We don't face that issue. No daylight savings. No daylight we're not saved. turning our clocks back uh-huh. by an hour, especially not 5,000 of them Definitely manually not. because you've got to think as time goes on, it's like an extra second yeah. or an extra minute and yeah. it's just an absolute nightmare. Mm-hmm. But it made me think about collectors yep. and the type of people collectors are. I am absolutely not a born collector. No. When I was younger, my granddad, who mm. luckily is still with us, but you know when people get a bit older and they go, we're going to get rid of our stuff just yep. in case, yep. he gave me his coin collection. This would have had to have been like four, probably 14 years ago now. Yep. Gave me his coin collection. I stole Sold a $5 it. note out of mum's wallet yeah. and went down to the bottom shop and bought some lollies with it. Mm. She caught me and I tried to replace the money with the coin collection coins mm-hmm. that he had been dearly collecting yeah. over years and years and years. Horrifying for my mother because yeah. I stole her money and she went absolutely like, mental. Okay. Like yeah. I've never seen anyone go crazy like so that before should. in my life and it was only over $5. Mm-hmm. But also my granddad because I didn't care about his coin collection. But to collectors, their collection is everything. It is everything. I, uh, My parents tried to get uh, our family into the collecting side of things as well. I tried my hand at coins. I was no mm. good at that. My sister did the stamp thing, and she did stamps for a while. Yeah. To the point where she, she was very – she had volumes really? of stamps. And then I don't know what's happened to them. I think she just grew out of it. Yeah. And they're probably packed in a box somewhere at my parents' house. Yeah, the closest thing to a collection that I've got now is my record collection, but I don't actively collect. I just just keep buying them and I seem to have a <laughs> lot of That's how it them. starts. Yeah, but I'm not like, oh, I'm a collector. I'm, mm. I, you know, I'm, collectors are a certain type of people is yeah. what we're saying. Yeah. We would love to speak to someone who is a collector. If you collect anything, it can be key rings. Mm-hmm. It can be T-shirts. I yes. don't really care. 13, 12, 16, if you're a collector, we would love to hear from you. I've heard of people collecting buttons even, which I think mm. is kind of weird, but also... Kind of interesting. It's like a messy collection. Are you taping them to a piece of paper <laughs> or what's the deal there? I don't know. All right, 13, 12, 16, if you're a collector of anything, we want to hear from you. Ron's on the line. Ron, you're a collector of what? Uh, mate, I collect antique coins and oh. banknotes. You are a coin collector then. Well, were yes. you horrified to hear that I tried to pay my <laughs> mum back with my granddad's <laughs> oh, coin oh, collection? Yeah. Yeah, that was pretty bad. Yeah, <laughs> you probably shouldn't have done I that. I was like squeezing them out of those little plastic <laughs> packets oh, they wow. come in. Oh no! Oh, no not, not great. So, uh, what's what's your your coin? What's the bigger the the best coin in your collection? Um, my best coin would probably be a coin from the Dutch East Indies Trading Company. Wow! And how much would that be worth? I'm unsure at the moment. It's it's in fairly good nick, but um, I have I've had it appraised a few times and been offered a few thousand dollars for it. Is it your best coin because it's worth a lot of cash, or because of the story behind it and it's a really yeah. rare coin? Yeah, because of the um, Dutch East Indies trading companies, it's something that um, I've always been interested in, and um, I got that interest from my grandmother who got me into coin collecting, and that was probably the very first coin that she gave me from her collection. Oh, oh wow. Yeah. See, I like that. So not only is yeah. it valuable in monetary mm. terms, but it's valuable uh, for you in personal terms. Yeah, and I'll, I'll eventually pass that on to my children. Like, I've got a huge coin collection. I've been collecting them since I was about 13. Wow. Far out. Yeah. That's pretty awesome. And 
banknotes as well and just always going to the markets and as soon as I see a coin click, I'm, like, oh, I'm straight there. Hey, mate, what do you got? You got this, you got that. And, yeah, it's just, just a little thing I just like doing and it's a lot of history involved in it. And, yeah, sometimes you come across different coins, you think, oh, never seen that before and yeah. get on the internet, find out about it. But, yeah, it's just... Just something I've got to do, just a little, yeah, little thing of mine. That's pretty awesome, Ron. Thank you very much mm. for sharing that with us. Yep, no worries, guys. Have a great day. Yeah, you too. Now, we'll move across to uh, Hannah on 131216. Hannah, you're a collector of what? Uh, not me, but my mum. Mm-hmm. She collects everything. <laughs> everything <laughs> everything random. Everything. No, really? that's, that's called yes. hoarding. There's a difference. <laughs> Except she doesn't have a... She's got a clean house. It doesn't look like those TV shows. So it's like an organised chaos then. What would you say is your mum's biggest collection, the main thing that she goes for? Uh, At the moment, she's really into collecting cards, really nice-looking cards. She puts them away for, like... My son's six this year. She's already got his seventh birthday card. (laughs) She's got tons of Christmas cards. And the second thing she collects is toys. She's got stuff hidden away that she's bought back in, like, 2014 to give for Christmas and birthdays, but she gets so much, she's got too much to give in one year, so she keeps it for the next year but keeps adding to it. Oh, my goodness. You know, I feel like that really is a grandma move, though, to have toys just in the wardrobe for when it's an appropriate time to give them. Like, my auntie had a child earlier this year, and my grandma's bought her, like, shoes that won't fit until she's five (laughs) years old, and they're just sitting in the back of the wardrobe waiting for the day when it's appropriate to gift them? Yeah. Well, my son's six and she's had stuff for a granddaughter uh, since he was born that she's been waiting for a granddaughter and she finally got one. Oh, my gosh. Well, congratulations. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) Hey, Hannah, thanks for the call. Thank you. Star Wars. Let's talk about Star Wars. I really love Star Wars because it's so cool. I uh, had a request for more Star Wars news, Paris, so... From who? <laughs> who has ever requested this? No, I was, I was in a business and uh, the lady uh, said, you know what, I'm missing your Star Wars news. You were Can in you... a business? Yeah. yeah. Sure. Yeah. Hmm. I'm not going to name that business just in case they don't want to be associated with Star Wars news. Well, it sounds like someone should stay out of our business. <laughs> Stop right. asking Three. for more Star Wars news. Three bits of Star Wars news uh, today. We've got good news, bad news, and the best news. Uh, let's start with the bad news. Get that out the way. Uh, Game of Thrones creators David Benioff and D.B. Wise have pulled out of the new Star Wars trilogy. They were set to write a new trilogy uh, kicking off in 2022. They've said, no, we are out. They've abandoned the pl- the, uh, the plans mm-hmm. to be a part of the new Star Wars trilogy. So that's okay. bad news. Why have they abandoned it? Well, they've said that uh, they've signed a deal with Netflix and that is taking up too much of their time. The Netflix deal is worth $200 million. Oh, okay. So we understand. I get it. Yeah. I mean, yeah. I would do essentially yeah. anything for 200 mil. All right, let's move on. Really? Uh, let's move on really? to good news. It's 200 mil. Yeah, I would too, to be honest. All right. Uh, Christmas is coming up. What do you get the Star Wars nerd in the family that also loves to cook? Well, a company called Le Crusset has announced that they have a Star Wars line of cookware. Seems like you're just sharing this so that someone buys it for you. <laughs> That'd be nice. Here's what's on the list. Han Solo in Carbonite Signature Roaster. There's a droid mini baking dish. There's a Millennium Falcon and Death Star Trivet, whatever that is. A Porg <laughs> Pie Bird. I don't know what a pie bird is because I don't cook that much, but I have a, a suspicion it has something to do with baking pie. 
those. Uh, you can get one of those. And the Darth Vader round Dutch oven. It's worth $395. And it, it's a Dutch oven that's turned to the dark side. And we all know when it comes to Dutchies, when they're on the dark side, there's no good news. Well, I heard that you could get Dutch ovens for free. Yeah, well, you can. You've got a DIY <laughs> process for that. Yeah, that's right. But let's move on. Uh, the best news ever is that the new trailer for The Mandalorian has dropped. It dropped yesterday. Okay. I have a slice of it for you. Check this out. Is the world more peaceful since the revolution? It is a shame that your people suffered. But bounty hunting is a complicated profession. Mandalorian, look outside. They are waiting for you. Yeah? Good. Oh, how good does it sound? Damn it. I don't want to be on board, but I love attention-filled trailer. Yes. I love attention-filled trailer. I mean, I don't even care, but now I need to see it because it's giving me chills. And the thing when they take, say, movies and then put TV shows based on those movies, you kind of think that the uh, the graphics are going to be lesser because it's a TV-based uh, program. It looks the same as the movie. They've spent a lot of money on this, so at least the first episode will be astounding because they normally first episode and last episode episode of the season are the uh, the big ones. Anyway, yeah. it starts on Disney Plus November the 19th. Ooh, I am excited for Disney Plus. Disney Plus, I don't want it because we don't get Disney Plus for free or anything. It's only no. $9 a month. Why wouldn't you do I it? I know, $9. Astounding. I spend like $9 a day on hot chips. Yeah, <laughs> me too, but on coffees. <laughs> All right, that's my Star Wars news for today. Tell us something we don't know. This is the part of the show where we do a bit of a trade. If we learn something, you win something. That something is, of course, vouchers to Zarafa's North Point Shopping Centre in Toowoomba. So we're looking for random facts, some fun facts, if you will. Yes, we're looking to expand our minds, and in return for helping us with that, we will hand over some free stuff. Yes. Now, we have Kelly on the line who's accepted the challenge. Kelly, tell us something we don't know. If you're laying in bed and you've got heartburn and you're too lazy or you're too to get out, you roll on your left side and your heartburn goes like. Mm. And it's got to be the left side. Yep. Well, that's a good tip for someone like me who hates getting out of bed. Mm. Uh, I, don't, I don't want to ask too many questions, but um, why? Well, I'm not sure. I've heard <laughs> it on the TV and then one night I'm laying and I've got heartburn and I'm like, oh, I don't want to get out of bed, roll it on my left side and bam, it works. And there we go. Well, I think it's fair to say, Kelly, that neither of us knew your facts. No, we did not know your facts. So congratulations. You are a winner, which is great. Well done there. We'll move along now to Izzy on 13, 12, 16. Izzy, tell us something we don't know. Did you know that eating chocolate before a test actually makes... Answers come quicker. Good. Are they the correct answers, though? Yes. That's a fact I'd like to believe. I mm. had a big piece of chocolate cake yesterday. Yeah. There's a lot left in the fridge. Mm-hmm. Might be an excuse for me to have some more. <laughs> All right. Well, I can tell you now that's not something that I'd heard before, oh, Paris. I've never heard that before. Wow. Look at that. We found another winner. Congratulations, Izzy. You hang Thank on the you. line there. Uh, and finally, we have Poppy on 13, 12, 16. Poppy, tell us something we don't know. Did you know that 11% of people are left-handed? Uh, 11% of people are left-handed. Uh, I think whenever the people throw in a percentage-based fact, we're not going to know that correct no, percentage. No. So what do you reckon, Paris? Well, I'm not left-handed. No. And I, I know that you're not home. Yeah. Her brother is. 
Pretty sure he's in the 11%. There you go. I didn't that know works. the fact. Well, out of We've the three of us, that's 33%, so that percentage is off. But yeah, well, I, what, do you want me to name the rest that we can? I can go. <laughs> no, can no, don't. No, you probably could, actually, and I don't want you to accept that challenge. All right, well, uh, I didn't know that one before. Uh, Paris didn't either, <laughs> did so I. that's three winners. The Bobby. Holy Trinity. Yeah, congratulations, you're a winner too. Thank you. No worries. Uh, each of our winners getting vouchers to Zarafa's North Point Shopping Centre in Toowoomba. Good work. And tell us something we don't know. It's back at the same time next week. We're combining two of our favourite things uh, this morning, as we do at this time every morning or every Wednesday morning, and that is the fact that we are quite nosy, but we're also on for a chat. Yeah, at least we're self-aware, though. We can go, yes, what you're doing right now is none of our business, but we would love to hear about it anyway. So please do share it with us. 13, 12, 16 is the number. Where are you off to? Susie is on the line. Susie, where are you off to? Uh, road tripping to Cairns with my mum and my eight-month baby. Oh, oh, wow. That's exciting. So are you road tripping just from South Queensland or did your journey start elsewhere? From Toowoomba. We got up at 5.30 this morning and we're hitting the road. So is this for a holiday or is this a, uh, a change in lifestyle? You're looking for a sea change? What, what's the story? Uh, family visit, holiday, originally from Cairns, all of the above. How long are you there for? Oh, about 10 days or so before I have to go back to work from maternity leave. At least it's worth the drive, though, and it is 10 days because it is a tough slog up there. You wouldn't want to go up there for, like, three days or something like that. It would be nightmarish. Oh, God, no. It's going to take us three days just to get there. Okay. So, quick prediction. Who is going to be the most trouble for you in the car? Your mum or the baby? Probably mum. <laughs> <laughs> is your baby a sleeper? Just driving. Oh, in the car, does the baby just fall asleep? Yeah, it's just asleep oh, now. It's great. What a, what a blessing. <laughs> we'll whisper there. Yes. baby's asleep. Well, that's right. And uh, when it's your turn to drive, if you can get mum to have a little snooze as well, it's the perfect scenario. Yeah, I don't think she'll fit in the baby capsule, though. <laughs> <laughs> true, true. All right. Well, safe trip, Suze. Thank you very much for the call. Thank you. That's awesome. Thank, Thank you. you. Have Bye. a lovely day and a, and a great drive. Stay safe. Drive safe. Thank you very much. Bye. Bye. Team, have you been to the Northern Territory before? Uh, yes, yes. I've never been, right? Oh, and you've got to go. Every time someone brings it up or says, oh, you've got to go, mm. I think to myself, it's just too dangerous. There's too many crocodiles. <laughs> like, what's the point of going somewhere really hot but you can't yeah. swim in any bodies of water because there's crocs everywhere, yeah, right? Okay, yep. Well, as it turns out, <laughs> yep. that hesitation does not live within everyone. Mm. And maybe it should. Yeah. Because a man by the name of Elston Lamy was hunting through murky water mm-hmm. on Croker Island, 12.30pm, so just midday on Saturday. Yep when he stepped on what he thought was a submerged log. The 42-year-old quickly realised that he was standing on a crocodile. No, thank you. And the man was bitten on the groin. Oh, no way. I mean, his his private regions, Mm. what's a word? Wang. His wang (laughs) was very severely... Injured. Oh, now he was no. getting attacked. Getting attacked. He freed himself by kicking the animal, and then it just went right into the middle, in between both legs. Oh, snapped right there. No, didn't rip it off, oh. but gave it a really good bite. Yeah. 
Now, Mr. Lamy has yeah. said, I hit him three times in the nose. Yeah, he would. let me go, come back again, try and attack me. Mm. When he snapped at me, I grabbed him, held him at the jaw with two hands, yeah. and I was getting weak, so I thought the only way to get his attention, I had to hit him again. And yes, he ended up getting snapped on the crotch. Oh, wow. I know, what a stitch up. Yeah. I mean. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> being bitten by a crocodile would be bad enough, but being bitten in the groin, I mean, that, come on. Stop. Yeah, I mean, luckily he's all good. They did have the care flight team go out there and yeah. they fixed him up. But in general, oh. a mouth in that region doesn't sound too bad. <laughs> mouth of a croc? No. That's a no from me. Yeah, too many teeth. Way too many teeth. Want more Hamish in Paris? Download the hit app. This is the show. Want more access to exclusive prizes? Become a VIP at hit.com.au.